Welcome to Fringe Element War Against the Spread, week number 11 edition here on the pod. My name is Braden Gall. You can get to me on Twitter at Braden Gall. And I'm Stephen Lassen. You can follow me on Twitter at AthlonSteven, and you can check out my work at AthlonSports.com. And I sure hope you're playing all of his picks, folks. I, I sure hope you are. Seven games this week, week number 11. Lots of interesting stuff with Georgia on the road, LSU on the road, Bama on the road, Tennessee coming off its first loss of the season. What the hell's happening with AM and Auburn? Uh, lots of tough games to pick this week, Stephen. However, you are scorching red hot four and three last week, which means over your last five straight weeks, five winning records in a row, 18 and 10 over your last five, 41, 32 and one. 41, 32 and one on the season, 18 and 10, your last five, five straight winning records. Did I get it all out there, Stephen? You're dominating right now. I think you did, Braden, but unfortunately, a part of picking is that regression, as we all know, in sports is is bound to happen. So I'm hoping we only have a few weeks left that there we can just keep rolling and keep making people money. I'm, I'm always going to be a little bit worried that there's some regression coming in, too. So fingers ah, crossed possibly. we can keep this going. It's possible. It's possible. Um, I am. I was three and four last week. I I just I cannot put any consistency together. Thirty five, thirty eight and one. Uh, so three and four last week, 35, 38 and one. Let's dive into it. Missouri plus 20 at Tennessee. The Vols coming off a loss. Missouri sneaky good on defense. Top three in the SEC. I don't know if it affects this game in particular, though. Give me the Vols minus the 20 points. Bounce back going down the field. Home crowd. Last home game of the year. Wrapping up a big season for the Vols. Can I start our picks with a smart decision already? Oh, that's right. We got to tell everybody we're brought to you by Jay Dunn. We didn't even tell anybody that. Yeah, our, look at you're better at this than I am. JEDunn.com, everybody. Smart decisions, make smart decisions. What you got for the good people? For my JE Dunn smart decision of the week, <laughs> I like Tennessee, Braden. I think you look at this game, Missouri is good on defense. They're good at generating negative plays at the line of scrimmage. Maybe they slow down Tennessee a little bit. I just think it's some of the things, Braden, that you've talked about this week. Tennessee's in home, bounce back effort might be the last home game for some of these players. I think Tennessee scores, scores big and pulls away late. So that's why. J.E. Dunn, smart decision of the week, Tennessee to cover. Yeah, by the way, all of our, our War Against the Spread shows on YouTube, by the way, turn on the notifications on the podcast feed as well, are brought to you by J.E. Dunn, <laughs> our wonderful and amazing title sponsor, of course, top 100 healthiest workplace in the country, in the United States, $5 billion in annual revenue, offices all across the Southeast. So no matter what fan you are of an SEC team, there is an office close to you. And if you're looking to make a change in your career and you want a place to work that is going to be fulfilling and take care of, there's going to, they're going to take care of you, make smart decisions about your career. Don't gamble. <laughs> Go to JE Dunn. Don't gamble with your career, Steven. Go to jedunn.com, peruse the options, see what they got for you. Uh, and we're both taking Tennessee, it sounds like. <laughs> Eli Drinkowitz secured his place. Yes, at Missouri with a contract extension. So he's he's found a place like J.E. Dunn that cares about him, can pay him well. Yeah. Good culture. Uh, sure. I don't think contract extensions are worth the paper they're printed on, but looks good for recruiting, right? right. Uh, LSU minus three at Arkansas. Arkansas has not won at home against LSU in Fayetteville since 2014, but they did beat them last year. LSU coming off the big win. Who you got? I like LSU. Now, there is some mystery with this game. So if you're going to bet this game, I would try and wait a little bit later in the week, maybe even before kickoff. 
Uh, Arkansas may may or may not have quarterback KJ Jefferson for this game. Do think that LSU is a little bit vulnerable on the grounds of Jefferson and Rocket Sanders play. They can maybe run on LSU plus the letdown factor after the Alabama game. Still like LSU as they try to win the SEC West and keep it rolling. This is one of those games, Stephen, where like there's nothing about this matchup, the health of the quarterback, except for the location of the game being in Fayetteville, which again, I just pointed out, hasn't been very friendly for Arkansas in this rivalry. It is a fun rivalry game. Um, nothing about this says Arkansas. Nothing about this spread makes any sense at all, other than let down, major letdown for LSU, and Arkansas just runs the football for like 400 yards. Like, yeah, I mean, Arkansas can't stop the pass. So if they could figure out a way to slow down Jaden Daniels and those receivers, but nothing about this year, uh, unless they can get to LSU's offensive line with some pass rush. But again, to your point, the spread only three Jefferson status has me a little bit worried, but LSU's just been the better team. If Jefferson starts, like you said, play it late, take the take Arkansas here because Vegas is begging you to bet, bet LSU. LSU is the rational pick here. Everyone on their and their mother's going to look at this and be like, what the hell? LSU minus three, of course. I, after Arkansas did what they did last week against Liberty, which, by the way, you you picked and I did not. Um, I It makes no sense. So if, if KJ Jefferson plays and is healthy, take Arkansas. Uh, but I'm going LSU with you for now because, again, it makes no sense. So I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to do this. Uh, Vanderbilt plus 18 on the road against Kentucky. Kentucky needed that weird punt play to beat Missouri in a pick em last week, but they did. Somehow Kentucky just plays really low-scoring, ugly football games. Do you think it happens again this week against Vanderbilt? I think so. I've been burned a couple of times by picking Vanderbilt to cover, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is the week to do it because it could be a low-scoring game. I'm still going to take Kentucky. I, you look at Vanderbilt, 25 passing touchdowns allowed this season, last in the SEC in pass efficiency defense. If Kentucky can protect for Will Levis, Plenty of plays to be made here. Also, A.J. Swan likely out for Vanderbilt. It'll be Mike Wright at quarterback. Kentucky has won six in a row for Vanderbilt, so give me the Cats to cover. Not out for the season, he says, but out, right. for, this, out for this game. I, I had Kentucky down on paper. You almost talked me into Vanderbilt with, with how low-scoring these games tend to be and that we've, we've both kind of been burnt with Vanderbilt this season in terms of gambling. But uh, I had Kentucky on the paper, so I'm going to stick with it. My sheet of integrity here. And I'll go with the Wildcats at home, throwing the football down the field, getting right here in the final month of the season for the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, big game with Louisville, by the way, looming at the end of the year. Uh, Alabama minus 11 and a half at Ole Miss. Alabama has scored like 110 points in two games against Lane Kiffin. There's a Nick Saban factor here that you could kind of paint the brush a, a bunch of different ways. They're generally very, very good after a loss but they've been very, very bad on the road. This is a mentally, you know, in, unstable football team. Lots of penalties, lots of discipline problems. Ole Miss likes to run the football. They're at home. I, I have no idea what to make of this. I actually think the smart play is Ole Miss on the money line. If you want to get the right odds and get some value to me, it is pick Ole Miss to win outright. That would be my bet. I think if you look at this game from an X's and O's strength and weaknesses standpoint, it's clearly in favor of Alabama. But I think the two intangibles, to me, favor Ole Miss. They're coming off the off week, not to mention Alabama just hasn't played well on the road for the last two years. Six of their last eight road games decided by one score. You also have what happened last week. Alabama playing a, a, an overtime game against LSU, physical for 60 minutes. You know, Ole Miss is catching Alabama at the right time. On the road, plenty of motivation for Ole Miss. So I know this favors 
Ole, uh, Alabama to slow down the Ole Miss rushing attack, but I've got to take uh, the Rebels to cover. Yeah. I don't want to gamble on this game other than Ole Miss on the money line. That's the only thing I would I want I want the odds. Uh I want the payoff there because I think if they if it's close, I think Ole Miss wins. Um I, I have every favorite basically winning this week. <laughs> I do too. So I'm gonna stick with Ole Miss just to have an upset here. I'll take Ole Miss plus the eleven and a half. So you and I are together. South Carolina plus eight against Florida. Florida rounding into form at the end of Billy Napier's first season, which sounds about right. Uh, for what should be happening with a talented quarterback and a and a good coach on a at a at a program that can recruit at a very high level, um, pretty good showing the last couple of weeks offensively. Who you got? South Carolina plus eight on the road. I like Florida to cover, and this is my second Je Dunn Ooh. smart decision of the week. South Carolina like giving up 187 rushing yards in SEC play. Here comes Florida. They ran well against A and M. Obviously, A and M's having issues against the run. South Carolina should get Marshawn Lloyd back, so that's a huge plus. But I just think in a game like this where you got to trust one offense on the road, I'll take Florida to cover that eight and uh, take care of business against South Carolina. I don't trust South Carolina to do anything consistently. Like, I know that they're going to a bowl, and that's a big deal for South Carolina. But, like, one week they run the ball like crazy on A&M. The next week, the next week they can't run the ball in Missouri. And I we, I know we touched on how, how improved Missouri has been on defense. But – I, Florida is, seems like it's just kind of consistently getting slightly and slowly but surely better every week. Anthony Richardson getting more and more comfortable in the system. Um, I don't think South Carolina's got the horses, honestly, to hang with these guys on the road. Very important game in, in the SEC East for pecking order. I got Florida minus the eight as well. That feels like a bad play here. <laughs> but but I'll take Florida. Right now, we've agreed on every single one of these, and so far, I'm just I'm just – you're so good. I'm riding with you, dude. So uh, Georgia minus 16 against Mississippi State. This is a game all summer long. We said, hey, this one is a big one to watch. Weird styles make fights match up coming off a lot of emotional energy expenditure against Tennessee. Cowbells are loud. Mike Leach's defense is better than you think it is. Uh, I, I I really thought I was going to be taking Mississippi State in this game, Stephen. But then the, but then now that, that it's here and the week is here. And we saw Georgia last week. I can't get that out of my mind that they're clearly the best team. I think Mississippi State makes it real dirty in the first half. It looks real close. And then Mississippi State gets like three first downs in the second half. I, I think that's kind of my reasoning to take Georgia here is it's Georgia. They're the best team in college football. Yep. Maybe some early sluggishness because of the Tennessee game last week. You know, the last time that these two teams played, it was only a seven point game. It was in 2020. Uh, obviously, I think Georgia just has too much on both sides of the ball. So I know it's in Starkville, tricky place to play. The spot, we talked about Alabama and LSU. But I think it's, like I said, it's Georgia. This is the best team in the country, so I'll take them to cover. Yeah, my two J.E. Dunn smart decisions of the week, Tennessee minus 20, revenge, and Georgia minus 16 against Mississippi State. Those are my two that I actually have money on this week. Uh, we'll see if uh, if I can... If I can help out you great folks the way J.E. Dunn is helping out people all across this great country. Uh, last but not least, because, my God, it's impossible. Texas A&M, what, plus one and a half on the road against Auburn? Look, I'm going to take Auburn here because of Cadillac Williams and the way that those players have fought the entire season and the fact that Texas A&M, even though weird stuff happens in this game every year, the fact that Texas A&M is a dumpster fire, I'm just going to take Auburn to win a game. I don't, I don't, I don't, know, I don't have any reason why. Cadillac Williams, baby. Let's 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 roll in the lack. Come on. 
we are on the same wavelength here oh. because I, I think on paper A&M is the better team. However, I don't know if Auburn needs to throw a pass in this game. <laughs> they might as well just run Tank Bigsby, Jarquez Hunter, Robbie Ashford as many times because A&M yeah, can't yeah. stop the run. A&M's a better team. Auburn's at home. They're playing hard for Cadillac Williams. Just something about it, something intangible. So I, I'll take Auburn to win at home. I'm the same way. Like, there's no reason for Auburn to be in this game. No, they fired their coach. Jimbo Fisher's making a hundred million dollars. What are we doing? What are we doing? Auburn outright at home with laying a point and a half. What are we talking about? Hey, strange things have happened at Auburn at home in November. Yeah, they do. This could be another one. Strange things happen when AM and Auburn get together. Strange things happen in college stations. Strange things happen on the planes. It's just a whole lot of strange. Uh, <laughs> which that came out wrong, but you know what I mean? Uh, of course, Steven, where can people find you, man? Where can they find you? You can follow me on Twitter at Athlon Steven, and you can check out my work at athlonsports.com and all CFB365 on the YouTube. So we are aligned on every pick here, just like good alignment wins championships in college football, good alignment at the office place, like Jay Dunn wins championships in the office. How about that? Tennessee, LSU, Kentucky, Florida, Georgia, Auburn, all favorites. We're both taking Ole Miss, which I feel like is also stupid, but we are in agreement on every single pick. Now, you have been 18 and 10. You've been crushing, so I'm riding with you. I got no problems with that. I'm comfortable making uh, making picks, just riding your coattails. I got no problem with that at all. Uh, you can get to me on Twitter, at Braden Gall. Special thanks to J.E. Dunn each and every week for, for, for providing us this video and this um, uh, the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, share the show. Turn on the notifications. Uh, again, Place money on Steven's wagers. He is making you money. 18 and 10, two-thirds is pretty damn good, dude, for a five-week stretch. You have been crushing it lately. So, uh, Steven, thank you so much, man. Uh, enjoy the weekend, my man. You yeah, too. Th- there you go. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for hanging out. We'll be back next week. This has been the Fringe Element War Against the Spread, week number 11 edition right here on the 440 Sports Network.